Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Screen Chronicles with me. I'm Steve. And with me, as always, is Colby of Karakadarn. And today we are talking about episode two. No, I lied. Three and four of the wind. We're talking episode three and four of the Winter King, everyone. I'm sorry for that. What accent was that you were trying to do? No, I don't know. But we were talking episode three and four. Winter yes. King here on the Screen Chronicles. This is the Winter King by um, Bernard Cornwall, the show that's based on his novels. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk a little bit non-spoilery first, just real briefly, real, real briefly. And then we're going to go into our spoiler talk here for the uh, third and fourth episode of the show. Apologize for being a little late on these releases because we... Um, Steve's been going through a move. Um, I'm going through, uh, or I was traveling a little bit. I'm going through um, some traveling. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go through some traveling. It's been a real tough time for me. Unfortunately. <laughs> Be getting cultured and seeing things <laughs> and having fun. Oh, it's terrible. Um, but we're back at it now, and we're excited to continue to cover the show. Yeah, Steve, that's probably let's... the format we'll keep, too, is is probably two episodes, and there's, there's going to be yeah. 10 episodes of The Winter King in this first season. So we'll, mm-hmm. we'll stick to two uh, mm-hmm. per our podcast episodes. So we'll have five of these Winter Kings. So if you if you haven't heard our recap of one and two, uh, check that out. And then eventually we'll have um, five and six out next. Um, but yeah, it's non-spoiler thoughts, though. I'd say there, there are some things that I was complaining about in our last talk. Yeah, that they've now brought in. So there's some things. Yes, that I, doing. I remember the moment, the one you're thinking about right now that we really didn't like that wasn't in the first couple episodes. We'll get to it in a second. And they did it. And I just thought of you and I thought, oh, he's going to be so happy. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it was... it's so. And, and so, you know, that's that's good. Um, uh, you know, and, and to and for people listening, we're not going to talk any episodes after the ones that's in this episode right. discussion. We might reference the ones before that. But anyway, though, I'm I'm happy that they're they're doing some things. It's just kind of out of order, which, you know, the last kingdom right. show itself did a lot of things out of order from the books and changed mm-hmm. things. I still love that show. Obviously, love the books. Um, to me, though, these books are more specific, more gospel. So when things do get changed, um, I am a little bit more like, oh, I don't know um, if you should do that. So uh, I'm glad some things are coming in. And- and we talked a lot about how like we didn't read the last kingdom books before we watched the show and we made a point not to once the show kept coming out because we liked we found the show first whereas we we loved the show so much and we wanted more Bernard Cornwall stuff we read these books and now we have these expectations for the show which we talked may maybe a little unfair because you just cannot put everything from these books in the show but but the thing is but, though with the last kingdom books it's not always pushing like the overarching plot for every book every every book is kind of just like sometimes books in the last Mm -hmm. kingdoms uh saga are just like an utrid adventure book it it has nothing to do with england forming utrid getting babenberg anything like that um but his warlord trilogy is it's a tight it's a trilogy it's only three books it's it's this awesome historical fiction epic that it's i'd say it's pretty tight i don't think there's any any fat you could really trim off of any of them exactly and And i would say there's there's been some things that have happened um 
that make and I and I obviously I know what happens in the books um, and the way the show is going right now. It makes me say, well, okay, so I guess they're not going to do that cool part uh, in the book um, the way the show stands right now because it's impossible. So I mean, I can specify on that. No, eh, maybe not um, later. I just don't want to spoil anything. But um, I would say, you know, they they are doing some things a little differently. But what I would the last episode we um, they definitely came back to the book in the last episode with um, what Gunlaeus did. Uh, with with what he thought was Mordred, and um, it, it was pretty darn accurate in some of the descriptions of how they did things. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of moments. Some of the the best moments from, and, and that that's that should be another thing to help them stay on track with the books. A lot of the best moments from the show are coming scenes straight out of the book. If you're thinking that crazy moment with Gunglaeus in the village and him killing the baby and the baby being someone else's. That was all from the book. Um, and yeah. so, I mean, that's that to me is why they should stick. And, and like my analogy, again, if you think about like the Harry Potter uh, books, you know, uh, uh, you could probably like get rid of like Chamber of Secrets or condense yeah. uh, Chamber of Secrets. And, and uh, I love Chamber of Secrets, by the way. And I, I really love uh, the third book, Prisoner of Azkaban. But if you're mm-hmm. thinking about those two books as far as like the big plot of the series, you could probably cut those or combine those into one book. Um, you know, mm-hmm. but like say for instance, Lord of the Rings, you really can't axe anything from that trilogy. Right. Um, and and same thing, you know, for Saxon Tales, the Last Kingdom stuff, you could probably axe say book book like 12, 9, you know, I'm just giving random examples here and still right. get the overarching plot Uhtred was a Saxon raised by Danes gets Bevenberg England's form. Um, right. um, but so with this, when things are missing or there's big MacGuffins that aren't being mentioned or, or things like that, to me, it, it sticks out even more, even though like you did mention, we, there, we do have a different perspective because we read these first, unlike the Saxon totally. books. But to me, these are, it, it's a tighter, more yeah. epic specific story. Um, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know what you I mean? have, you have 10 episodes to do one book basically yeah because it seems like they're doing the just the first book here in the season um so fair enough now with that being said i am happy with the acting i'm really happy with the acting in this show me too i think it's been really solid i'm very happy i said this in the last episode with the look of the show i think the look is spot on it is it, it is pretty close to how i pictured reading the book how like the color palette would be <laughs> or yes. um, the color palette. Um, yeah. It's, it's just, it, it's, it looks great. The costumes are great. The sets are great. Uh, the landscape obviously is, is England and it's beautiful and it's that Western Southwestern yeah. coast. I, I get um, the impression too. They're, they're definitely trying to bring in uh last kingdom fans into this series. Like I, it, maybe I'm just reading too much in this, but like they okay. mentioned, they mentioned like Shield Wall, the aesthetic mm. of it, you know, like even the trailer for it says like from the author of The Last Kingdom, right? So why not? Why not try to sell um, it that way at least, you know? Yeah, but I still think they are doing enough different things. Like it's sure. It's, I don't think it feels like the wider. same universe or anything. Yeah. I mean, um, it's, it's well, it's definitely not the same universe because we'll talk about some stuff they do in episode four. Um, okay, but okay. Uh, but yeah, so I, I there are doing some things that I like 
Um, then I'm just like, wow, I'm glad they did that. And there's some things I'm just like, whoa, like, how can you do something so major different when like, right. there are some things you, it seems like you understand the story so well and you bring this in. And then there's this other thing. It's just, you know, like, I'm just, I'm just going to say, it seems to me like they have no idea what Merlin was in the books. They have like, um, no idea. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's, they, they've taken a is an entirely so, different direction. Yeah, and it's it's I like the book way better. And and um, no offense to the actor who plays because the I'm actor sh- is I'm doing sure a good doing job for what he's doing. He's I'm a sure good actor. Oh, uh, he's a great actor. He's it's just it's not what the book is. It's it's not what the His book character is. Character is so different. It's yeah, so it, different. And his part in this is so different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think, if anything, it's just making his part less valuable um, mm-hmm. and less interesting. Um, and, I, and I'm, I'm concerned, and, and this this is going to lead into one of the things I'm concerned on, at what impact is that going to have, not necessarily in this season, but in future seasons, um, with as far as how he stands now. Um, I, I say we just get into some... Uh, Spoiler talk, so we can elaborate on this a little bit more. Yeah. Um, As of now, I'm so, still glad I'm watching the show. Oh yeah, um, me I'll too. Give that to I, you guys. I'm really enjoying it. Um, um, I actually am enjoying it more than I expected to. I was a little worried with, you know, okay, MGM's making a show. I don't know the, their reputation with with series. You know, um, I don't know many of these actors, and I've been enjoying the ride so far for sure. Yeah. So. Anything else you want to say about that? No, no. Do you want to get in episode three or, or was there like some let's get into episode three? But let me just about. let me just say something after the spoiler warning yeah. here. Spoiler uh, alert, everyone. Spoiler, you've been warned. Spoilers for episodes three and four. Um here we go. So about Merlin, it's they just they're making him a little compared to the book, too noble. As if and, he he wants to be the one to um we know from last episode that he wants to kill mordred mm-hmm. right so um it seems like he just he, he wants to do it because it's a smart thing to do and he sees pain and suffering and things like that but we know from the books that merlin has a lot of self-interest yeah and it's just um it's just to his his general interactions with everyone too like he goes like or, again people are gonna be like why is this guy complaining about these this the merlin that's in this show is a person that i would like in any other context Right. Mm-hmm. And like in, in my own life, if if someone was this nice and nurturing and respectful, um, you know, and, and goal driven, you know, and, and gave me a hug every time he saw me, I would love that guy. But Merlin in the books is a dick. He's uh, a dick. A, a self-interested. And, and, well, and not he's only self-interested, but he's only focused on Britain. He doesn't give a and, shit about Arthur other than Arthur can help. Britain stay together. He, he cares if if you can help him to his means. He cares. Yeah, right? he's only and focused on the treasures, um, the treasures, and and the gods which have not been brought up yet at all. Right. Um, and, and the gods and the gods. And yeah, it seems in like in this he's a little bit more um, nice, and he's just not. Frankly, he's just not nice in the books, and he's also hilarious in the books. He is a great source of humor. Because, because of he his just, snarkiness, he's so funny. He almost always is insulting someone. Therefore, you idiot! Why can't you figure this out? Or like, and I, I, I just was like, 
I, I was excited to see how they were going to portray that. Um, definitely a little disappointed that they took a different route. Again, the and- actor is is doing a good job in the show. He's a great actor. Uh, it's just a different portrayal of a character that we wanted played a certain this, way. Yeah, this isn't on him. This is clearly how the story has been written for him in his part. Yeah. Like, like he's in, like he's hugging everyone. Um, and the thing is, too, Merlin doesn't show up. He, we talked about Merlin in, in the beginning of the book, saying how he did raise Dur- Durval mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he was the Lord. But then, in in like present time of the the book being told, he's he's nowhere around and then his reveal is so awesome and and that's what i was referring to earlier and we're not going to specify what that reveal was just in case but um the way the show stands um and that we'll talk about in episode four a little bit more um it, it doesn't lend itself to a crazy reveal like that i thought at the end of episode two that they were going to go that route yeah, because he it seemed like he disappeared. Because um, he went off, right? He yeah. he disappeared. Um, no, sorry, episode one. I think he comes back in two. When but even um, then, he was. It's. I think he was leaving. Or oh no, he leaves after the baby's born, right? Yeah, because yeah, that's goes, what it was. So he, he left after the baby was born, Arthur. and then I was like, oh, okay, so now we're not gonna. Um, and then in within these next two episodes, he just he just comes back when he feels like it. Um, so I'm a little disappointed if they don't do that cool part from the book later on i'm uh, still not going to say it because maybe they'll find a way to but yeah. um it, it's one of the most memorable s- chapters from the book by far and so and, and to the guy's not old at all merlin's supposed to be old and besides the like i said the personality of him is completely different um from a story perspective he's he's in a completely different spot and he's doing things that you know completely different um also you know, might as well just jump to it. He uses the force in episode oh, four. Okay. He, he uses well, straight up magic in that. Like it, again, we, we talked about Last Kingdom, did a great job of of uh, representing Bernard Cornwell's books where you don't know if it's real magic or if it's just because Uhtred believes in sorcery and stuff that it's magic. And and the show does a great job of of translating yeah. that to the show. And yeah, but- but I've, this, I've argued though I've argued the books that I were the same for the yeah. Arthur. Stuff. I interpreted in one, it a little different though. Like when I read the books, I, I did feel it was a little bit more mystical than the Last Kingdom was. There was definitely sometimes I'm just like, whoa, like how did what's the natural? But to me, everything I remember reading them and still thinking like there's still mm-hmm. rational thing for everything going on, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that it pushed the limits of that with with this compared to Last Kingdom. Like, not necessarily in this book, but especially in the in the coming books, I was like, oh, this does seem supernatural. Cause, um, cause in the books, but too. not as overtly, not as overtly as what he does in Episode Four. To me, um, there's which, times which... when uh, Merlin, like you think, you're just like, oh, um, Durfel, the narrator of those books, is like, oh, Merlin used his power on so and so to make him believe in him and and go do this mission but and really it's it's really if like when i'm reading i'm just like it's just because he's so confident and and sure and everyone thinks so much of him being powerful that just his reputation makes him powerful sure know? and i think there's a lot of merit to that i do um, i do and, but it's more um, of like um 
you know, the way the sky turns colors and, and things like that later on, which, yeah. you know, we're, we don't even need to talk about it yet this season. Um, so, but let's, let's back oh, up. Oh yeah. To I episode... need to reread those again too. Yeah. Yeah. I've re- let's, let's I have up. reread the first one. So yeah, I, that one's fresh in my mind. Um, yeah. but yeah. Mm, yeah. I remember what you're let's, talking about now. Let's oh, back yeah. up to episode three. Um, and let's, let's go through this episode. So we ended up with, um, Arthur coming to save the day because, which was sweet. Um, I'm pretty sure in the book, it's a Wayne who saves them at this point, but I think they needed to reintroduce Arthur sooner. Well, didn't we talk about this? It it's this point in the book is pretty far in. Um, and it actually, Arthur does show up and a Wayne, was with Durful, um, and I think they they did do some fighting against. I think Wayne came um, out first. Yeah, but then Arthur she, does come in because I remember and, like that trash talk they have with um between Gunlius and uh, um, a Wayne, and then yeah, yeah, Arthur has that tremendous. So anyway, it was still a pretty cool way it was done. Um, I don't I don't think we should reelaborate on what we felt about the difference because we did a lot of that in episode two if you want to hear our thoughts on the difference of it but it was still really cool for a show and that's where it left us they now have Gunlaeus um captured and that's going to be a, a big point of this episode and what they do with him um uh but basically where does um Domnonia stand right now uh Uther's dead and they've left a Wayne and um Bishop um, Baldwin in charge, and Owain is sort of acting as the king. Edwin, Bedwin. Oh, uh, Bedwin. What'd I say? Baldwin. Okay, sorry. Same Bedwin. <laughs> um, they are also protecting Mordred. And um, yeah, so that's where, where we start this episode. And they basically put Gunlaeus and his witch woman away in a room because they're like they get back and apparently uther has no prison in this freaking stone fortress this amazing it's like, an amazing thought that you don't have a prison so they have to put him in like the king's chambers oh that's right yeah that was weird i was like you're just like all right well on our set we don't want to have to make a so prison I, room I, so we're just I gonna lock her up just means <laughs> i guess it just means that uther just killed his captors uh there's captured people so captives I'm, captives no he wasn't cap um captives i guess i i thought that was interesting um and everybody is just immediately saying yeah let's kill that mofo um because of what he did to he tried to kill the baby there's we got proof well he did he kill the baby and then he, oh, tried he killed the baby kill but he tried to kill the baby that mattered yeah um <laughs> Christ. kidding we're kidding <laughs> what am I? joking joking um he did it not us yeah and he also raped he killed Nim- well, he, Nimue? He killed Did yes they say Nimue or Nimue? I'm a- they say Nimue okay, they say then. they because in the the audio books they say Nimue the yeah. guy who read the book pronounces it Nimue yeah 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 no, so Nimue in the show right. Nimue. Nimue in the show and he killed Norwenna, um, yeah. the mother, the, the the queen consort, I suppose, the mother of Morgan. And um, 
so no one likes this guy but and everybody Arthur is, wants yeah. to keep him alive because uh Nimue does try and kill him um but Arthur wants to keep around because he is the nephew of King Gorfefid um powerous yeah um, and so oh, he's okay. he's a powerful guy Arthur wants to unite Britain because the Saxons are coming, which is so, funny so basically like the whole land that's divided into like a few different countries or territories ruled by different kings. That whole land is being invaded by Saxons mm-hmm. from the east. And um, the three kingdoms are or I think is a three. Uh, those kingdoms are not united right now. And so Arthur's thinking like, well, if I kill his nephew, he's definitely going to want to wage war on us. And then we're going to be fighting a war with each other while we're also being invaded by Saxons. And that's not going to help either of us. Like if we're going to defend ourselves against the Saxons, we've got to unite. And so that's why he doesn't kill him. And um, Arthur, uh, once again, is like ahead of everybody else. You know, he thinks big picture he thinks further than everyone else he's three steps ahead you know so it, it, it's cool and obviously nimue is pretty mad about this it seems like she puts a curse on him she's like oh, i'm gonna make you pay just as much as him or something like that or you're, you're gonna feel the same pain i felt or something unless yeah. you let me do this um and basically she's like all right well if you're not gonna let me i'm going to find another way to do it uh, and she knows that Dervil and Arthur are getting um, closer. Yeah, Dervil had had a like cool moment where he told Arthur that, like, I really want to be part of your crew. Because, okay, let's talk a little bit about Arthur's row group. Yeah, and we get to know them a little bit more in these episodes, and they're awesome. Yeah, it's uh, so we get we get to see his group the ones that they they seem to really have more lines and in, in at least in these couple episodes here are mm-hmm. Sagramore and Lanvel um seem to be his main bros and there's there's even an awesome scene um it's kind of like it's it's a cool bro moment here where uh Sagramore and Lanvel are talking about cuz they they talk with Lunette the the woman the girl who's the daughter of uh oh. Hal, um, who should have been Hal Bane, but he's not. But they do talk about how actually they he do. trained Arthur a little bit with the sword, um, with hay bales. Yeah. And she's like, Oh, you talk about you know my father. And then Durfel, like you just see Durfel is just like, Did he ever talk about me? Did he ever talk about me? <laughs> and and like like uh, and he's like and he like shows him the scar and like, oh, it's it's Spear Boy or Death Pit Boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, Is that what he calls me? Death Pit Boy. <laughs> And like he's so excited, like that was a terrible name to have. And then they, and then they have like, they're like, then they like, comedically reenact Arthur lifting a child off a spear in a death pit. They're like, oh, 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 different times, bro. Oh. Different times. That that wasn't offensive back then. Yeah. You 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 today you go out and make fun of someone getting lifted off of a death pit spear today. <laughs> Dude, don't do it. I know, dude. You're gonna times get have changed, man. <laughs> times have changed, bro. Man, can't even make fun of Death Pit. Can't call anybody now. Spear Boy anymore. Spear Boy. <laughs> come on, Death oh, Pit Boy. Canceled. Come on, Death Pit. Canceled. canceled. You get canceled. But um, but no, this is a historical show, so back then it's okay for the actors to say that kind of thing. <laughs> and 
This is a great scene. It makes me feel more connected to the Arthur Bro group. It gives me hints of Finnan and Citric from Last Kingdom. And, yes. And Uhtred's their guy who can also be in on the joke, but he can also be the leader and the serious one who lets the boys play while I figure shit out. Do plot um, stuff. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's a cool dynamic. And I, Durful's I like a smart that. dude. He's like, I want to be part of this club. These mm-hmm. guys are awesome. And so he tells Arthur, like, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to be a bro. I'd like to be a bro. I'd be a bro. So, but, you know, who doesn't like that? Oh, Nimui. Well, no, a uh, Wayne. Oh, yeah, a Wayne. That's right. A Wayne. Because, and, and if you remember, a Wayne had a great moment in, I think, the which episode was it? But um, where Dervil was sneaking in to, to practice in the gym, mm-hmm. uh, just whacking away clandestine like on that wooden <laughs> whack, whack. thing. Just snuck in so quietly and just starts whacking at this wood blog. <laughs> but it was such a cool moment because like you thought, oh, he's gonna get in a lot of trouble with Owain, and Owain's like, I'll teach you. Um But he just hasn't yet. So Yeah. And so I mean, it makes you at that moment it's like, oh, Wayne seems like a cool guy. Mm-hmm. And he was he was uh Uhtred's br- or Uhtred, uh Arthur. Uh, Arthur's bro. <laughs> before he was Arthur's Arthur bro? got banished. Um yeah. Yeah, and so like when which in the um, book so he's actually Arthur's man. He is yes, Arthur's uh one of Arthur's, you know, they're they're not called the Knights of the Round Table, but he would be one of the Knights of the Round Table yes. for for yes. Arthur. Um and he's badass in the book. But they have him in a different sort of position here in the show, which I'm okay with because of like okay what their relationship turns into i'm okay with the position they have i'm, I'm fine with that but, but i'll tell you what by the end of the episode four i have a whole different feeling about Owain than i did in episode two so we'll get to it but anyway Owain's showing jealousy and he basically tells dervil's like oh you can't be part of his crew you gotta be part of my crew you're coming you're gonna be doing shit with me he's like well i know i will train you i don't i will I'll like train, I, yeah. I know i haven't been you know but i will now yeah because i don't want you to leave me for arthur um right. Because Arthur is is getting some recognition, people are you know people will just respect him, do what he says, yep. and and he's out in the fields working with. Yes, the, the I peasants. love this. And this guy, this wasn't from the books, but this is a pretty cool scene. Um, one of the the I'm gonna say peasant. One of the peasants came up and was like, "He's like Christ out in the field. He put his hands to labor." And yeah. Wayne's just like, "What?" And just goes out there and. He starts doing it too. Yeah. Copycat, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, you think Owain also is getting a taste of that power. Yeah. I think he likes it. I think he likes, likes being power. in charge. I think he knows that Arthur should be in charge. And, and I, I think he like, he's okay with a lot of Arthur's decisions, even if he questions them at first, because he knows that Arthur's really smart. Um, Arthur doesn't necessarily come in and like, say I'm in charge here. He, he actually, he doesn't do that. Um, I think Owain actually wants him to like take more control at the beginning, too. Like, uh, he wants him to be more involved in the decision making. So anyway, back to Nimue. Like you were saying, she is not happy with Arthur that he's going to keep this guy alive. You know, Arthur's explained himself why, and she she's going to find a way. And so she tries to use Dervil, who's now gotten close, obviously, with Arthur. A little bit closer um, to get the key that Arthur has to get into the room so that she can just go go murder. 
Oh, and Leas. Yeah. And basically, because by the way, Nimue is still <laughs> in shambles for the, the trauma that she endured by, by gun Leas. And this is when we get the part we were missing from the first couple episodes. She makes a pact with Durful. Was, was, was the moment you said that you knew? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which I was thinking, I was like, I was like right. okay, they did do it because it's so important um, to but have you know what, that. Though? She still got her eye. We need to get rid of that eye. Get rid of that eye. Need to get rid of that eye. Props to the actress, though, that plays Nimue. She's, she's really good. I really um, like her. She's really, un- you. I don't know what else to say. She's really unique looking, too, I think, because of all of her, like, yeah. levels, you know? She really just yeah. stands out because uh, yeah, she does. I was just, like she does. She just looks like a really different person to me. Yeah, and she just goes through so much shit. And um, Durfold being just he loves her, right? We know this. Um, they do the ceremony, like cutting the hand, placing it together, mixing all that. that you know what? I have to say, like, I don't know how deep she cut him, but. And, they, and like obviously cutting your hands painful and i you know i've i've had some cuts on my hand you know maybe not as deep as what she did but like she cut him and he's like ah, yeah like, like like pretty pretty noticeable like a pretty noticeable like like when she was like cutting his hand i was, I was like what would you do i was like Derby, like if if it would like i don't know man like like obviously, if if like you and I are just sitting around and you just like reach out and do it, to my, I'm, I'm like I'm like what the fuck? But like I I think like yeah, but... if you're friends with a Nimue here, like you've got to expect some weird crazy shit to happen. You also right? if this is the girl that you like, you're gonna fucking man up on it, right? You're gonna like... exactly exactly. <laughs> you are not gonna be a bitch in that moment. Yeah, it like, feels good. <laughs> no, no, it feels good. I feel deeper. Yeah, I like this. It's just that it's like, <laughs> but he's like, ah, ooh. <laughs> well, to be fair. And this is what I like about Durville's character too. Right now is we're going to see growth because he, he's still like, yeah, he killed a guy last episode, but he still had a life fairly benign, you know, besides getting thrown into a death pit and almost dying and uh, besides getting, Gunglaeus and yeah, besides like having to escape Gunglaeus and having to murder two guys, um, uh, you know, uh, he is pretty, pretty cushy life for the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I like, I, I don't see him as this tough guy though. Right. Yeah. Um, he's no Arthur. He's no Arthur. Like Arthur would have fucking taken that shit and like, give me like, do my other hand. You know, he's like, <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, going to miss my feet too. Yeah. Going to get my, yeah, at the end in the last episode, Durville's going to be like, cut my hand again. Watch me. <laughs> and he's going to be fine. But I, no, but my point is, I love to see the growth. Like, I like how Dervil, when we meet him, he's like not experienced a whole lot of of conflict, and now he is going through it. Um, he wants to make something of himself. He's he's trying to get into um any opportunity he can. He's like, let me let me do something. Put me in, uh, coach. Which, which I like it, and I can't wait to see like how the actor develops his character by the end because I've already seen a lot of growth. And I'm I think curious. we're still in episode three and like, um, you know, the, that's just a very insignificant example of what I'm talking about with the hand cutting. But, um, I, I'm just saying, I like where his character's going 
we we know in the books that he's an awesome character. Um, yeah, he he becomes an amazing warrior. So I I hope we the actor is able to sort of go into that position. Yeah. I hope yeah they they lead the character that way. Um, but but we get our we get our scars. We get our scars. scars. It's like a Harry Potter scar that like when Nimue's near or something or she's in danger, like it hurts him in the books. Like there's it's, there's a yeah, there's a really and the thing is it plays a huge role in yeah. in one of the other books as far as their scar connection, yeah. um, that sort of thing. So if they didn't have that, I was gonna be like, what are we doing? And and again though, too, you talked about how Nimue is is distraught this episode because of how uh assaulted her um which any normal person right they would be and that's understandable mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. as as you should be mm-hmm. but the thing is though like like i said in our last talk nimway really although she does she does want to kill him so like she obviously does have some resentment and hates gangleus and um in the books she is but she's not super distraught in the books i mean she is but she doesn't show it she's not talking about it and and you know again too why why i mentioned this is because she mentions there's three things you need to become um a power as powerful as merlin which mm-hmm. that which is her goal she wants to become as powerful as merlin um you know merlin even says like if you want to be as powerful as me and to merlin too is like just don't have sex with durfel and then you'll be as powerful as me um <laughs> but in in the in the books though like the the thing is it's a wound to the body uh, yep. A physical wound. That's why I keep stressing the eye. Um, a wound of the pride, which is, and she, yeah. uh, in, when she's telling Durfels in the book, she indicates her private parts, uh, yep. which also saying that must have happened to uh, Merlin, which is interesting to think about. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. That he, doesn't, he never lets on. Um, and, body. and then uh, the brain or the mental, uh, basically like that you go through like insanity and come back. Um, so. Yeah. Um, so this is her wound to her pride and she was supposed to lose her eye at the time too. So that would have been the body. So at the time she was kind of, oh, she wasn't happy, happy about having that terrible experience, but she was happy. She had, she she was like, she was like, check, 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 (laughs) terrible. This is not funny. It's it's not funny, but it's, Um, it's, it's, it, to me though, I'm just like, Again, a normal person. This is how they would be, and that—that's maybe there's so yeah, but, maybe but they're in the just book. She still wanted. Way. She still wanted revenge on Gunlaeus in the book. She definitely so. did, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So, but I'm just saying what I she wants would is... mention that though too, because true, I, I, I like agree. That would be cool if, if I'm surprised that when Merlin did come back, they didn't have that discussion. Now, with um, Durful there, she wants him to like snuggle up to Arthur and drug him basically she's like here take this put it in his ale ale i was gonna say mead but ale sure mead? um White and, and then bring me the key and we'll just kill him and arthur will be none the wiser as to doing this who you know who did it and stuff because you drugged him and all that um and obviously, Durville's conflicted because he's like, "Well, I just, I just signed this like pretty major contact uh, contract with my blood, um, <laughs> and like I promised this girl who I love, and I feel like I owe it to her. She's been through so much shit. But on the other hand, like Arthur's got, like, trust me right now, and I want to prove to him that I can be his his man. And so that's where he's at. 
So he goes, Arthur, who freaking sleeps out in the fields with his men. He doesn't like take a like comfy room in the just fantastic. Goes to Durville goes to Arthur. Arthur's chilling, drinking, about to go to sleep, probably. And he's like, uh, Durville's like, oh, let me get you a drink. Goes over and does the, the pours in the shit. And Arthur is like, which one am I supposed to drink? Right? This is what he says, like something mm-hmm. like that. And, and it's just and like. Durful hands it to him and he's like, should I drink this, Durful? Oh, should I drink this? That's should right. I That's drink what it this? Is. Yeah. Should I drink this? And Durful's like, no. Badass. And ever since I saw this episode, uh, like if my wife brings me a drink, like <laughs> water or something, I, I look at it and say, should I drink this? <laughs> Just because you never know. Um, should I drink this, Ani? Should I drink this? Should I drink this, really? Um, you know, you know she just wants Gunglaeus. That's all Ani wants. <laughs> That's all she wants. <laughs> she, to, she knows who I'm protecting. She knows you're protecting Gunglaeus. <laughs> so anyway, we... Uh, yeah. <clears throat> this scene, dude. This I've already liked Arthur. Like it's it, from the books, too, but it's not. This feels like no. a, a Durful Arthur interaction, doesn't it? Yeah. Um fantastic. And, and Durville just cannot. You know, I even was questioning is Durville actually going to go through with this anyway? Mm-hmm. You know, I guess he was. He handed him the drink. But it, it's, um, it's funny how would he have stopped him if he started to hold it up to his lips. Uh, you know, I don't know. I, I really love too just how Arthur just just knew though that he shouldn't, and and the way he handles it too is just so. It is. It's so Arthur from the books. Like when he's mm-hmm. there's, you know, it's something we'll probably talk about here in one of the future episodes. That, but there's a scene between him and Arthur or Dur- Durful and Arthur where Arthur's doesn't want him to break a vow to someone else, so he's like. You know, tell me, am I right in challenging this person to this thing? And uh, and so it's 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 it just feels like that sort of wisdom of Arthur. And that's why, again, like it just it to me, it just says like it seems like the writers really understand the character of Arthur from the books, it, the way the way they're writing him. Because like there's a it, lot of scenes uh-huh. in this episode, like when he's out in the field um, and right here with Durful. I'm just like. These aren't from the books, but it feels like Arthur. Um, Arthur also seems to like have a really good understanding of who Durful is. Mm-hmm. Um, and like he know, I think he knows deep down after the interactions he's had with him already that Durful's honest. Yeah, even though Durful tried to do something, I think he knows Durful's honest. Um, and I think he he learned that further when. Durful just like, yeah, it's it's going to knock you out. So don't drink it. Um, that's what I mean, though. Like, it's just these scenes are like they're they seem so true to the characters and well written. Yeah. And then it's, it's that's why it just baffles me so much more, like how the way they're doing with Merlin. I'm just like, why don't they get Merlin then? Like, it seems like they really get the Durful, right? Durful Arthur just, thing. They just did a different direction. I suppose. Why do they I, not? Like mm. that's what just it just blows my mind because like like I said there's these, these some of these scenes have aren't from the books they're great and they feel like that Arthur mm. from those books mm-hmm. 
but it's just like like you just it just feels like they didn't read any of the Merlin stuff. They're just like, let's write Merlin from or didn't like it or didn't like it. And so it's like, oh, we're not gonna do that. But like you should have because that's such an interesting part of the book. Cause I mean, how many times in a King Arthur story is Merlin the sort of Dumbledore good character? We've seen that so many times. And this was always refreshing to me in the books how <clears throat> I don't really like I don't particularly like Merlin as a person. I, uh, I think he's funny, but yeah, I'm just like I, I like him as a character. Like I think he's entertaining, but like if he was in my life, I'd probably not want to hang around him that much. No. Um I'd be like, yeah, that guy's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> it, it made it unique. I think that's what always stood out to me from those books is Merlin mm-hmm. was one of the big standout things. So a little disappointed again that they're not going that route. Again, the actor's doing a good job. Maybe he'll turn into a dick. We don't know. Still, Morgan LeFay is also not a crazy bitch in this. She's like and, very and she kind and compassionate. Face. Yeah, I don't and like her that. face. Looks great. She's a very pretty actress. Cover, like they need to face up. just cover it with a gold mask and pretend she's ugly, like in the books. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that either. I'm just like, why? Why did they change that? And I still, I think it's hilarious that like there's that one line that she says that she has a, like, oh, people won't marry me because I have such a sharp tongue. It's like. You've been the nicest person in this whole show so far. She's so nice. Yeah. I She's it. so nice. So just different. If you haven't read the books, um, Morgan Le Fay is, she doesn't say a single nice thing to anybody at any point <laughs> in the whole freaking series. No. Um, she is mean to everyone. She's nasty. Well, you can understand why. Too, I like, because I can like... like smell her through the pages. <laughs> like she smells terrible. They describe how like disgusting she is. Yep. Same. And like, yep. I just like, She's not at all. It's just not how she is in this in the show. So it's another character they just did a totally different direction with. I don't get it. But like Whatever. Wayne seems, even though like they're changing mm-hmm. how Wayne, yeah, what where the events in order and what position he mm-hmm. still seems true to Wayne. Um, Agreed. I would say uh, Nimue seems seems fairly true to Nimue. Fairly true, but fairly like there's true. just parts of the story that are missing from. Mm-hmm. her her stuff so far mm-hmm. um so yeah i don't know i understand but again like this scene howl howl was not how i pictured him in the books um yeah. i pictured him more of a warrior I, I think he should have had a cooler standoff at the end i know he was fighting but yeah they may, show us that this was the guy who trained arthur and durful how to use a sword mm-hmm. like show us that uh, they didn't um anyway um this episode ends with something pretty damn wild because not Nimue, you think you think you're mad now, Nimue. You think you're <laughs> mad now. Um, Hold my mead. Arthur lets him go. Arthur knows that Gunlaeus letting him go and trying to get his father, or sorry, his uncle, who is the king of that land to come, is the only chance that they have to unite. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He's not sure it's going to work, but he knows. There's no other option that could work, you know. Yeah, it's the only chance that they have for it. And, and so keeps his witch wife, uh, Ladwis, uh, is prisoner to like leverage and be like, so I know you come back. It's kind of like yeah. when you're just like, like you forget your cash for the barber, and he's like, yeah, just leave your keys and you can go to the ATM. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it's like, and um. You know, because it does seem like Gunlaeus has a, a strong connection with this 
uh, with Ladwis. Um, so yeah, that was basically the episode. Everyone thinks Arthur's a freaking idiot for letting their like mortal enemy go. Um, I don't yeah. think that happened in the books. Um, or maybe he did. Oh, I can't remember that part offhand. But some good bro moments in this. Uh, totally. I, li- totally. I like Durfel with with uh, uh, Lavo, Ladval, whoever. Yeah. And yep. uh, Sagramore mm-hmm. around the fire. Mm-hmm. A good bro moment. Um, Arthur out in the fields. Good bro mm-hmm. moment. Arthur and Durfel mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like that time around the fire. Um, saying, Agreed. You know, I want to serve you all. A lot of little, lot of little bro moments. Uh, and huge. honestly, um, Arthur, or sorry, Durful and um, Nimue, and they're packed. Like Durful's trying his best to be there for. Her. He knows that she's been through shit, and he was there for. Her. He's Durful's an awesome dude. Good bro moment there. Um, so yeah, um, and then yeah, I think the best scene from this one was when Arthur and and Durful interact with the with the drink, and Arthur's like, "Should I drink this?" I mean, I remember, like, on the couch, I was like, no shit. <laughs> like, he knows. Like, Arthur was, knows. How does he know? Like, that was great. Cool. I love that. Again, that again, was... Again, that is he's one three thing steps was... ahead of everyone. He, like, mm. knows everyone's motives. He, he's like, well, Dervil's friends with that with Nimue. Nimue wants to kill a guy. She might get to him, so she might poison me. So I should definitely ask him if he poisoned my drink before I drink it. He's so calculated. Mm-hmm. He's so calculated. It's cool. And if you think about it too, that's probably why also he let him go because he knew like I want him to keep this alliance, but if if he stays here, someone's going to kill him because everybody hates him. That's a great um, point. Yeah, he's probably going to end up dead if he stays here. If I let him go um and keep his woman, he'll probably come back. Yeah. You know, it's like he's really freaking smart. So yeah, I think um we should jump into episode four. Episode four of Winter King here. Um, so yeah, what we're getting into, he just let him go. Everyone's mad. Um, uh, and then one of the things we start out with here, um, one of the things that's kind of irritated me, um, but I don't know, it's, it's kind of cool in its own way. Um, okay. Merlin goes with his sister Morgan down to where his his mother lived. Um, if you remember, his mother was not the queen or the wife of the king. That's why he's a bastard. <clears throat> Goes and down. I there. think it's it's Morgan's mother too, right? Yes, because, yes, it is because she's yeah. yeah, and that's why she. But she was still allowed in the castle and everything because they don't care as much about the female ones, daughters. Yeah. They don't yeah. daughters aren't a threat to their throne. So yeah, but anyway, they go down. They're talking about. Um, how how his their mother was um, arthur arthur's memories are like fantastic of his mother mm-hmm. and she's like, like nope like you were afraid of her she was harsh she hated you blamed you she for everything you. and apparently she hated him because uh, um uther because they had a son uther then distanced himself from from her and then i guess her life turned to shit after that because the king doesn't want anything to do with you because now you have a son that could threaten his position. Um, and then they, they also mentioned like about Excalibur. Um, they talk about that. Stories um, of it, yeah. And and Arthur goes to his his mother's uh, grave and mm-hmm. there's a few swords in there. And he, he mentioned a Durful 
in the previous episode when Durfa wanted to be his man that his mother was a blacksmith. Um, so I guess that's why she has a bunch of swords in her grave. And he's like looking around, and then like the sun sort of like glimmers on the the lens when there's this one with like it's got like a like a sort of a tri uh, pronged hilt. Um, it looks definitely looks different than all the other swords we've seen in the show. Yeah, and the sun like kind of glimmers on the lens, um, and he and he picks it up, and he's like, ah, and it, it looks really rusty and old, like chipped doesn't up, sharp. The handle's all. actually like chipped up, like there's a wood part that's yeah. Uh, but he looks. But he likes like, it. Yeah, I'll take this from mom. Feels nice. It. I, I just. It was like that moment when uh, Aragorn picks up the kid's sword. It's a good sword. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, yeah, I like this. Yeah. That's a nice sword. And he keeps it. He just throws it in the belt. And then, like, he goes to the training room, and he like. I thought it was interesting. He just sort of like puts it on the rack. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, maybe he's like, he's sort of like, oh, this sword's not that good. Like, I'll just. I kind of like it, but I'll, I'll I'll just put it here. It's not sharp. Like I have a I have a freaking awesome sword that I've fought battles with. That's great. <laughs> I have an awesome sword. Um, so yeah, and that's but... that's one thing too is I I wonder you know we mentioned in our our first recap of episode one and two how Arthur he's not wearing the the white uh fish scale armor um like they right. describe in the book with a cape and everything. And he already had Excalibur at that point. Merlin gave him Excalibur, but it wasn't even it wasn't called Excalibur. It was some old British word. It was like Yeah, they had a name Palaga for it. Or I remember the part in the book where they like they say, Well, that that is Excalibur or something like I think someone Durfel's talking to. Well yeah, Durfel is again, Durfel's narrating the story in the books, which again, I'm I'm a little upset there's not like a present day uh, thing going on where Durfel's narrating because that event sets up some cool stuff but anyway though yeah yep, yep yep um and he's like and the person he's telling it to really romanticizes the legend of arthur and like her version of king arthur is probably like the, the, the traditional um story of king arthur like if you were to read uh what's that book called a uh, uh, once in future king the once in future king yep yeah that's that's kind of like her version of, of king arthur um right. <clears throat> and he's like well it's it's not excalibur it's kalagastagan but I'll call Excalibur for her because that's easy to say. And uh, uh, but anyway, the Kalagastagan Excalibur was given to Arthur by Merlin um, because he want because he knows Arthur is an awesome warrior and he wants Arthur to keep away the Saxons and keep the British religion not be infiltrated by the Saxons and the Christians and stuff like that. So that's his motive for giving the sword to Arthur. Um, and so I mean, again, I'm just kind of like, especially in this show, the version of Merlin they have is is buddy buddy with everybody. It makes even less sense that they wouldn't have Merlin be the one to give him the sword. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Maybe they're trying to make his mother play a bigger role. You know, right? Um, I kind of like the the mother backstory kind of stuff. It was um, it was interesting. And apparently, Morgan was she's like, I'm the one who did all this stuff that you have good memories about. It was me doing like reading you the stories and and all that. So. Uh, it's an interesting uh, thread. Uh, I'm interesting to s- interested to see where that goes. Also, while we're talking about swords, still, um, Dervil's sword is not Howlsbane. No, and it's disappointing. Um, I guess they're just not going to. I was hoping that, like, in a couple episodes, like, I know he he picked up the sword. I think from one of the guys that he killed. 
the one he has now. Yeah. But I was I was hoping that somehow and Arthur Matt was gonna like out. and that's when he brings to... up that his mom was a blacksmith. And he, he checks it out. I know. And I I thought it was gonna go like like, oh, like I heard how. Um, you you live with how did he train you some and he'd be like oh a little bit how oh, he trained me yeah. I thought they were gonna have that discussion and then be like I think in his honor like you should name this or or give him Owl's a different sword be like maybe that'll still happen maybe something happen. like that'll happen but like he, he or or even like too thin yeah or even like if he took the sword from the guy maybe Lynette could have said like that's my father's sword he must have killed my father and then you killed him or something and now yeah. he has he's something like that. Um, I guess they didn't think it was that important. Um, whatever. But it's whatever. to me, it's like that's that's what he, he calls his sword that throughout the three books, you know. Yeah. And but they, think... they also didn't like portray Howell as a warrior at all. Um and but so they, but they did talk. But I did then like they, that mentioned they mentioned it, they which did... was which was kind of confusing to me. It's like, oh well, why didn't you guys like have him be awesome and fight yeah. like that? And then yeah, okay, I would have whatever. no problem if they just if they just changed that later. They were just like, "Oh, he was a warrior. He needed to train me a little bit." And and like, just like I would have crazy, no problem just so that the book is true. I would have no problem if they did that. <laughs> just like a crazy Magnus Samuelson as um oh, oh yeah uh Clappa uh, Clappa uh, scene like to let his, let Derville and Lynette get away where he just is getting killed but he keeps fighting. Yeah. That'd have been cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so. We get a cool, like we said last time, Derville um, has basically been taken by a Wayne, and a Wayne has been ordered now to go collect the taxes, right, from all the different towns, because um, uh, you know finances are getting a little tight, getting a little tight at Caracadern, you know, and yeah. everybody Derville notices. Derville notices like everyone is like grabbing a woman because they're going, they're going to be on the road for weeks, I think, and mm-hmm. like. Derville takes Lynette, and Lynette and Derville had been getting a little, a little frisky. A little which, flirty. Um, my wife was like, "Wait, weren't they sort of like adopted brother and sister?" I was thinking the same thing. Um, Didn't he grow up with Hal and Lunette? I, I can't remember if the books. He he did. He was with Lunette. I don't know if Lunette had anything to do with Hal in the books. I don't think she did. No. I don't think she did. I think they just merged that. Um, but but Lunette is like the woman Derville first marries i think in the books and so it makes sense that they're together but it is weird because like this is like they grew up together yeah um she's whatever she's pretty attractive too and seems nice which she's yeah she's cool she's a cool character i wonder if she'll change like she does but you know um yeah it, it could happen mm-hmm. um and so anyway they go around collecting taxes it's all fine and good and wayne's seems fine and then he actually um suspects deceit from Cadwis. Yeah. And so he has Dervil like go ahead and spy before they get there. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh no, yeah. they send no well yeah, they send <laughs> well they he um, knew to spy, but they and they also send like a messenger to tell. Yeah. He knew that once he announced that he was coming, that he was going to take all of his wealth out and hide it. Um so he did that, and they spied and saw him moving it all out. And he told Derp to like follow fo- him. Yeah, he followed where they put it so that they yeah. could prove it later. Yeah. Um, this was cool. This was cool. I like this scene. Mm-hmm. And Owain, and I'm liking Owain at this point. I was like, oh, Owain's smart, dude. Smart mm-hmm. dude. Um, 
pretty badass when he confronts them about it. Like they go in and the guy at Cadwis, um, I was like, oh, we're so uh, poor and we got nothing. I'm sorry. It's been a bad harvest. Uh, and Wayne's like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sucks. Um, he's like, I guess you're just going to have to give me whatever you have on you. And like somebody gives him like a, a little bit of money. And then he's like, really? That's all you got? And they give him like a sack of gold. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, cool. Um, and so then while they're going to like, they're basically setting up a sting to, to prove and they're exactly. going to go and get the gold. Um, they're chit chatting at the table and Cadwis is basically like, there's a tin mine. And what you really should do is, um, like go and take, what is it? He just wants them to take the tin. Yeah, just take the tin, just the, the metal for, for money. Um, and then I don't know if they talk about it, but but uh, Cadwis is like, well, you can't, it can't be me that goes and gets this for you because everyone will know it's me. Right. And then, then I won't, I won't be able to help you out. Um, so eventually when they do go there, they pose as, uh, 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 which I think this is from the books too. They camouflaged yes. as, an Irish raiding uh, party uh, from Angus McIram. Angus McIram. Yeah. Um, yes. But also during this meeting too, Durfel does go yeah. to where they have this stuff at, and he goes uncovered. And now this this guy tries to beat him up, um, and Durfel ends up killing him. Um, so this is number two or three. Durfel's killed here. So starting starting to get there. He's no John Wick yet, but he'll he'll get there. And uh, and he brings that back. So now they've kind of made even more money than they were going to before. Because now, because they they've got oh, yeah. their the stash they originally wanted, the gold they handed to him, and now they know about the tin mine too. Um, so yeah, and cool. and this is where um, they they definitely don't have to go to the tin mine. Yeah, the tin mine is a greedy thing for a Wayne mm-hmm. and the boys to try to do. It's also like not really right for them to steal it. You know. Um, and this is where like my feelings for a Wayne start to change a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, you see his true colors. Yeah, that's why uh, I hate him. <laughs> so don't be afraid, unless and, and, you're a miner. Um, By miner, I mean person who works underground, not someone under eighteen. Yeah, and then so they they paint their faces, but they do nothing about Turfle's like bleach blonde hair and they <laughs> it's cool i like the scene though where they're like they're painting like the their shields black so that you can't see them but then like Durville's just going in wear a hat like <laughs> <laughs> put in a ponytail or something like, right yeah and then they like, call it a wayne paints his face black and like he looks you can't see him he's got mm-hmm. black beard long black hair but i was looking but, up the, the the cast too and that actor looks the most different, at least in his picture on IMDb yeah. from his character. Cause like he doesn't have all that beard and hair and totally. he's, he's, he's not and Wayne to me looks pretty bulky, but like that guy is like pretty average, like kind of thin um, mm, costume looking. must do a lot of it. And he's like smiling. And I'm just like, that guy looks like an entirely different person. <laughs> well, and he's like, like has a suit on and stuff. Yeah. 
you know wayne's all messy oh you know one thing i do also, like uh, wayne yeah. another cool thing about his uh like costume and stuff is he has all those rings all yeah. over him which was was from the books is yes it was, was they would forge the rings um was it from the swords of the men they beat or um Maybe. it came from something from the men yeah. they beat. Something. I can't, I can't remember they what. would they would but he would add it. So he needs a bunch of chains on his arms, which I'm like, Wayne in the books had a bunch of chains. That's cool. Uh, a That's bunch cool. of those rings. Um and it, he mentions how Arthur doesn't have any. Um, but it, it's just because Arthur doesn't want to wear them all. And yeah, Arthur is Arthur badass. probably got tons if he wanted now, to. So they go down, and also I thought it was weird, like they're getting ready for like a night raid. It seems, but mm-hmm. then like when they attack, it's like daytime. It's yeah, like I, morning. I, I wondered if they just kind of did the lighting so we could see better or something. I don't know. Yeah, it, it looked like morning, and I don't know if that's what they were going for. Um, With worst time to try and it's sneak like, up. Why on did people. you paint your guys' faces black then? Yeah, when people are gonna wake <laughs> up. <laughs> why would you oh. do that? So they go in, and unfortunately. Um, they get found out and they have to kill a bunch of people, a bunch the of miners. miners. Have to kill a bunch of miners. <laughs> and actually, they would have killed an actual minor, like a kid, but um, Dervil goes into this tent and there's a kid just freaking living its life, just trying to sleep. And Dervil knows, like, oh, Wayne's probably going to murder this kid so that he doesn't get caught, you know? Oh, yeah. Because he could just killed all the miners and then they killed the dog. Um, so like Dervil being a good dude and I think Dervil was kind of going in thinking they're not going to have to kill anyone like he didn't really want to so he's a little bit mortified that all this is happening and he doesn't want the kid to die because Dervil's a good dude so he like hides the kid under the thing and Owen goes in to look like are there any kids in here that I can murder (laughs) and um, he's like no 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 nothing in here um, to murder that's definitely not going to come back to haunt no more minors um and that's definitely not going to come back to haunt them at, ever. No, definitely not. So, <laughs> especially since they were all saying their true names to each other. Exactly. Why They're not? Like, Durful. Just... Make sure. Durful. <laughs> okay, Wayne. Okay, Wayne. Sure Wayne. thing, Wayne. Uh, uh, part-time ruler of Dumnomia. Dumnomia. <laughs> um, friend of Arthur. No problem. Six foot. We probably two. shouldn't be doing this raid, huh? They didn't go well, huh? <laughs> well, we had to kill all those miners. <laughs> we had to kill it was everyone. Us. And, oh man, and we didn't even. Have well, let's to. take all this back to Dumnonia now, uh, to Arthur, and uh, yeah, <laughs> cool, cool thing, Durful. Sure, sure thing, Durful. Sure thing, Durful. <laughs> Oof. So yeah, um, that's but anyway, that's not going to be an issue later. End so successful raid, line. successful raid, success. <laughs> um, but and yeah, then we get to your favorite a, part. He's a jerk here. He's yeah. a jerk. Yeah, deep down, unfortunately, I like it though. Yeah, I like that there's some fallacy in characters. Um, mm-hmm. like they they can also come off as good at sometimes. Like, but they also have dark sides. So, Merlin, people are. Let's let's get to your favorite part. Merlin uh, comes yeah. back and he is just just hugging people and um again he has the same vision he had before about mordred just there's just blood and there's a gold mask and head slaughter blocks yes really red and so he's just like you know you know what the fuck i'm just gonna have to go ahead and do this thing i've wanted to do for so long 
um, and and get rid of this baby. Get rid of and this so minor. this is when he just turns into Obi Wan Kenobi, and um, and this is where we talk like you, your opinion of the book. You don't think there's a lot of supernatural stuff. I they certainly didn't do anything like this. I always there thought was there no was a little bit of magic straight... in the books. Yeah, there was no. But this is yeah. There was never any straight up like there was times people would say, uh, "I've cursed you," or "I'm." Like mm-hmm. I'm using like uh, a connection between us to cause bad things to happen in your life. But all the things that were like happening bad in someone's life you or from a curse or whatever, again, you could always chalk up to just co- coincidence, like bad things Frozen. happen to people. It's 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 uh, are you still there? Oh, hello. 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 Hi, you're frozen. Oh, now you're back. OK, so you you said all the things that were happening Oh, but like in 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 the book, uh, in the the book that this show is based off of, and like the last game. Oh, you still there? Oh, now you're back. I don't know what happened. Now I just turned back. my phone off. But I don't know why it just reset. That's weird. Okay, okay. But anyway, though, in the books, uh, there's there there's there's never a moment like this where it's just straight up magic. You see someone. Do magic to someone. There's times where, like, before a battle, they say the wizards are casting curse yeah. or the the druids are casting curses on each other. But you don't see anything. You don't see anyone change. They're just sort of me, 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 like bouncing yeah. around doing stuff like that. And like, and t- it 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 if anything happens from that, it's just because people s- take meaning and assume things happen from that. Right. And and if if they, bad, they don't like, get mind controlled, they don't get straight up just like th- these are not the droids you're looking for. Like that is straight up what happened. Like I saw him go up and he goes, hmm. And and it almost sounded like the door even slid open from that. And then the, the guards just sort of step out of the way. And I was like, OK, maybe he's just. Like that he's was a, he's a powerful person. They're like, oh, the king trusts or um, they trust him so he can do what he wants. It was just his influence. Yeah, it's his influence. His influence. <clears throat> it's his position of authority that right. he's like. And maybe he even like told him early, like when I come by, step aside later tonight. And I was like, that's just him saying step aside. He goes in, grabs the baby. The ones he comes up behind, they don't see him. He doesn't make a sound. He just goes horse. Just force mind controls them, and they just they just like go to sleep and step out of the way. And I'm just like, <laughs> just this is straight up magic happening to people, you know? Yeah. Um, and but I do not yeah. like this. I don't like this. Yeah. This isn't. Yeah, it felt a little different. Felt a little different. <laughs> and again, too, oh. these books, even even if like from your perspective, there's more magical things that happen in it. For me, I can explain everything to coincidence. Like the when this big ritual happens and 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 the weather changes, maybe the weather was just supposed to be that way that day. You know, um, okay. Th- there's never like a moment when someone's like, "I am going to do this to you," and that happens to them right then. They're, they're like, "I curse you," and maybe bad things happen to them like within a month. But it's just like again, you live you live in the what the four hundred six hundreds. Uh, like shitty things are going to happen to you. Like, <laughs> I live in 2023, and it, it, I'm going to have like a week or a month where like just shitty things happen to me. Mm. So, but again, yeah, it, it, just straight magic, just straight force use on on someone. And I, yeah, except um, 
to me this just says you just don't know what merlin was in the books or you don't care and you want to change it um, well definitely changing it they're definitely just going their own me, direction with merlin to me like don't do that because there are so many like generic like i think of like the witcher uh i think about that show cursed and, and again i like the first two seasons of the witcher there was some shitty parts but i think of cursed you know there's a lot of like fantasy fantasy shows on netflix or or whatever that they're just i don't know how to explain it they're just so generic and and just shitty and this this show should not be this generic shitty magic thing where all the characters are a certain way like you have a very unique character merlin and you have a very unique way the magic is portrayed like don't don't do this stop yeah, it well they, they did it they done did it <laughs> the good thing is there's only, there's one person that's immune to it and that's arthur that's what i was like Arthur be like, where are you going with that baby? Where are you going with that baby? Mm -hmm. Um, Don't forget, Arthur had sworn to his father he would protect the the child. And, you know, Merlin's like, "Uh, uh, I'm just, I just think, you know, I had a bad vision. Let me take the baby away to a town um, where they will never know it was supposed to be king. It'll just live a life, and then we won't have all that treachery, a.k.a. I'm going to go drown this baby in a bathtub. <laughs> and, you know, obviously, Arthur, who thinks ahead of everyone, is like, hmm, yeah, no, well, I, I'm not going to let that happen. Um, I have to protect this child. I, I swore to it no matter what you say, because I think Arthur probably does believe him because it's Merlin. He probably does believe that, like, yeah, probably the best thing to do would be to kill this baby. But um, I swore against it. So I'm not going to let that happen. And so he takes the baby. And um, that's when uh, Merlin Merlin takes off and not happy. But yeah, he's not happy here. And then uh, later then. <clears throat> so this this kind of makes me think maybe this is these parts that are going to help transition him into. The Merlin that we know, you know, maybe they're like, at least from a, a personality perspective. Um, Listen, if the Merlin in the book had a <laughs> vision of that baby, the first time he met that baby, when the baby was just born, if Merlin, in the book was around that Merlin would have stabbed that baby so fast. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yep. He, that he, that he, Merlin he, would not have hesitated when he had no, that vision. No, he would no. have in front of the mother stabbed that baby and been done with it. That and Merlin then, did not care. <coughs> Merlin don't he, give a fuck. <laughs> and then, and then that Merlin, after doing that, would like act. He would treat the mother like as an idiot for you like idiot. How could you have a baby like this, you idiot? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm better. I'm better than you. I'm, I'm than so you smarter than you. I'm so much. Now to go find the cauldron. Um. <laughs> so, but <laughs> after which, I, I this was I thought a cool scene that like seeing. Arthur stand up to Merlin like this and he's just like no I I like that this is Um, like this is this is like if you were psychic and you were the nurse of Hitler's mom and you had the vision of what this guy was going to do what would you do and that's always the question people ask if you could go back in time and kill baby Hitler would you 
and and to that i say like, like can i can i at least get like a teenage hitler you know like, yeah <laughs> teenage hitler wasn't doing anything <laughs> like you i'd rather I, mean? I think i'd feel better killing a teenager over a baby not totally, saying i want to totally. kill either one youtube algorithm people but i'm just saying FBI in that position and, uh, a lot of people this is a pretty common proposition people have would you kill baby hitler can i go back in time to like when he's in his 20s he's already had sex <laughs> he's already had friends and and like work but like now he's starting to get in that phase where he's angry at life and and yeah. he wants to kill yeah. people and and that's when i kill him you know before he's a politician or anything that's when i kill him like and like everyone just remembers him as like the art student who died you know right. you know he had a good reputation when he died he had a good reputation like i oh, remember that guy with that weird mustache but he like drew a lot of like Oh, I gotta tell you they about were, that. They were kind of shitty patients, but are, are kind of shitty patients. Kind of shitty drawings, paintings, but, but he, he was, was a nice like, guy. He was a nice guy. He said some weird stuff about Jewish people, but that's some... okay. No, no, then it's not okay. We're done. It with... was okay for them at the time in the forward nineteen forward nineteen twenties. Okay. <laughs> Changing the subject. <laughs> um yes so at the end of this episode is the best scene of the episode i think yes um gunlaeus does come back with his uncle with his dear uncle um and his uncle the guy who played his uncle was cool he was authoritative he was like i'm a freaking king um Gorfefid, yeah yeah <clears throat> And um, he he basically just tries to provoke Arthur the whole time, and it was a fun scene to watch. And it seems like maybe he wants to kill the baby because we know his nephew. That's what he wanted to do, and he's like, "Yep, go get the king, go get yeah. the Edling king, go go get him." Yeah, he like starts bossing people around when he gets there, like he's the boss. Yeah, and she's um, like, "Oh, you're tired. You want to rest?" And he's like, "No." Yeah. Meanwhile, Arthur <laughs> had gone back to pick up the sword. And he comes in sort of after Gorfeth had had walked in and started ordering people around. And I was I was kind of worried actually. I was feeling some tension when Arthur wasn't there. I was like, "That's what he's it, he's actually like bossing the these people around." Like, yeah, it seems like these people are actually going to do what he says because Arthur's not here. I need Arthur to step in and lay down the law. Mm -hmm. Well, my my prayers were answered. I Arthur, I really love the presence that Arthur has. How they just. They're just panning. He's just standing in the hall, and everyone's just kind of like, "Oh shit, that's Arthur and it's, down there." It's it's a cool it's a cool presence, and it's interesting because we've talked about how in the in the books we pictured Arthur as this big dude. I definitely and he's him not taller, taller, yeah. muscular. Um, and the actor's not. He's not yet. The way he acts and what he what he gives off is is massive. It's mm -hmm. and when even though he's standing there and his stature wasn't huge, it was still a cool shot. Um, and it was like, oh shit, here he is. You and know, like, it's, that's like yeah. you could just tell it's what everyone was thinking. I was like, oh shit, like we're not going to get away with this behavior anymore. You know, or, guess like, what? That's exactly least... what Fed <laughs> <Fett> had said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not going to get away with this behavior. But he still tries. He tries and he, he tries, tries to provoke to, yeah. him. Arthur obviously is uh, a little smarter than that. You could tell and... he's getting to him um, because he keeps grabbing the sword, but then with his other hand, he puts a hand yes. over the hand yes. holding the sword. He does. He, he's he's 
kind of bringing up things about his dad, about his dad beat him right here, mm. and um, really hitting a nerve with Arthur. Yeah, I like how he grips the sword. He's gripping uh, that new sword mm -hmm. um, that he had just gone to receive. And he's like, all right, well, Gunlaeus is still our prisoner. You know, like, I let him out to come get you here. And, he's, and Gunlaeus attacks. And Arthur pulls out what we assume is Excalibur, is supposed to be Excalibur. And it's that moment. It reminds me of another moment with a sword in another series or show or movie. Oh, uh, it reminds me of Aragorn um, at the, the it has been remade. Oh, type and, moment. And like when the ghosts come, the ghosts it, come, like swing the sword, and, he, and, and they, they yeah, because it. and he blocks it, and it's because like it's that moment sword. of like, holy shit, like it, that hits our. Our ghost swords usually go right through this. Yeah. Yet we're still somehow able to stab people and that's, kill them. That's you know what I, <laughs> I, I was exactly yeah the but anyway though that's I, yeah that scene was was making remember me or something was making me remember I was making me <laughs> it was making me remember it, it made you, me it reminded of, you of something it, but I couldn't pinpoint it was but yes that's that's it, it. that's right. what it was because there's that moment when Gunlaeus comes and Arthur blocks it with this new shabby sword that looks really shitty. Um, which he's cleaned off a little bit. The blade looks a little nicer now. But it's still pretty it's, rusty looking. But it's still really rusty. It's a freaking moment. And even Arthur's like a little like, holy. Like, yeah, it just feels, this feels right. Yeah, I didn't really understand what was going on there. But like they both kind of locked eyes like, like, like what was that? What is you this know? moment we're having? You know? <laughs> um yeah, it felt it felt like a cool moment. Like this sword is something special. Yeah. Um, and basically Arthur just whoops his butt. But it but the thing and, so he, he does that and then uh Gunglaeus swings again. And this time when he blocks yeah. it, Gunglaeus' sword breaks. It shatters over his sword. And so he's just like starts crawling on the floor. And he just very slowly just gets his sword in position and he's and as he inches and Glaeus crawling away up to Gorfefid, he's like, he just looks at Gorfefid and he's just like, you know, you will bend the knee to the 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 Edling, or I will take everything from you. And it's just like yes. credits. Credits. I'm like, I'm pumped. I'm freaking pumped. I I have to say, for you know, as much as I complain about Merlin, um, and then how they're as of now, they're they're leaving out big plot points of the the British treasures, uh, the, the things you need to be uh, as good as Merlin, the the to be the, the great British right. druid. <clears throat> they are nailing the character of Arthur. I you know again, yeah, yeah. I wish in my head when I was reading the books, I and how he was described, Arthur is a a really tall, pretty built dude, but still lean, athletic. So like this guy could get away with that. Um, his clothes are different. But the guy's nailing the presence and they're they're nailing the character from a writing perspective. Even the things that are different, you know, his character still feels right on. It feels um, right on. It feels like an Arthur. It feels like an Arthur, uh, King Arthur type character. The guy is he's, he's noble, it. but then and that's what they describe in the books, is like he's noble and he's kind and just everyone, but then like when it's time to fight, he's got like a ravenous 
like blood rage and blood rage yes that's what i saw when he just had Glazer. he was just like just doesn't like, this take is any you're shit. in his world now like all right you you swung now now you're in his world man you know like and that's yeah. i i they're just they're just nailing his character it's, so it's far. nailing it um i love when he's on the screen i love watching him and this is another sort of defining moment for him to end the episode so I would say all in all, we were worried that it was going to just be Arthur, but I think they're doing a pretty good job balancing it between Arthur and um, Durful. It still feels like Durful's um, the main character. Yeah. Um, but Arthur is like a secondary, like he's also a main character. So it's I, I think they give Arthur a little bit more than they do in the books. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, which is okay with me in this, as long as you keep Durful's story the driving force. Yeah. Okay. And I think the reason why they felt they needed to do that was because they're like, well, the general audience needs to see Arthur in this show or they won't watch it. You know, if we just don't have Arthur in till episode five, no one's, no one's going to keep watching our show from week to week. And Um, if you, if you don't do the scenes that like Arthur is not in, you know, like when Derville's not around, like they do in the book, then you're also, you're not going to have much Arthur, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's pretty cool. Um, Great that, episode. Yeah, that no. moment we just went over, that's hands down my my best moment from the episode. Um, bro moment, I'm going to have to say when Durful hides a kid from uh, mm-hmm. Wayne. There. That's bro moment. There. I, I would go with... Um, I'm going to pick Morgan and, and Arthur's conversation in the beginning about the mom, even though oh, like, yeah, she was... Good. I, that was cool because... She was being honest with him. She wasn't doing it in a mean way. Like in the books, Morgan would be like, your mother hated you because you were a little twat. You know, <laughs> that's exactly here, how Morgan, she would be. That's exactly. Exact. Here, Morgan was like trying to be like, you know, I was the one who who did this all for you. Like um, trying to just be real with him. And I, I like that moment between siblings. So, um, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I guess I don't have a big issue with her being nice versus mean like she is in the books because really isn't changed like the the plot really much or or like right right because yeah but i wish she had the mask and like why can't we get the mask you know it's just it's so interesting they decided to go in a completely different direction like again people who haven't read the books she's hideous in the books that's like (laughs) who she is yeah she's like misformed or something like it's um that's another reason like why uh merlin uh, likes to keep her around too because he likes to like bring all the misfits to his place, you know. Yep, yep. So yeah, that's the episode. Um, really liking the show. Yeah, I'm liking the show. And uh, the like when we end with those Arthur moments, like we did in two, and then episode four here, like it. It's like give I me get, the I next one. I give me hyped. the next one. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I think it flows even at slow moments. I don't find myself that bored. Um, I wouldn't say it's as interesting constantly like Last Kingdom is. Nah, definitely. But not. um, not a lot of shows are. But it also doesn't make me want to like look at my phone and and be distracted. Like I still want to watch. Um, and there's enough awesome moments in it to keep you keep you interested. So, um, I'm really happy with this show so far. Um, it it has me wanting to watch week to week. And um, although some things are different than the books, I think uh, for the vast majority of the show, it, it is over outweighing some of the, the things we don't like. Um, 
I I happen to think the show would be even better if you had done some of the, the things um, like from the book, like with, with Merlin, but that's not how they decided to do it. And we just have to live with that. Yeah. Anything else, Steve? No, no. Like okay. you said, pretty much all in agreement there. Uh, guys, let us know what you thought of the episodes here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to, uh, you know, if, if you like it, give us a like and subscribe. Um, and we'll, we'll be covering the next uh, two episodes here as we go. And then eventually we're going to talk Ahsoka. Um, we'll get back in Outlander here at some point. Um, yep. And if you haven't seen our, our trip to Bevenberg, make sure you watch that. Because that was a fun, yes. fun, fun trip and it, a pretty solid video. Uh, different than our podcast that we do. But it's it's pretty good. And follow us next year when we go to Caracadern. Caracadern. Um, That'd be a cool place to see. I mean, it's just kind of like a like a rock. Like we, we would walk into a rock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. But thank you guys for listening. And uh, we'll see you soon. It's like more. we always say. Good- Goodbye. Hey. This is all. This is all.